What? what is up, guys? Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Quick Dive. This is Quick Dive number 10, and we will be going over number 10 already. Six. Yeah. Minor Soldier. We're getting old. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think in total, we have a lot of, I like, uh, like yeah, 60 man. episodes or something like that, which is cool. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Really, really cool. So we have the penultimate episode and the finale. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, this this show led. I, I feel like it went by quick, but it also like I don't know. It was like, dense. It was yeah. It was dense. Like I, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like I, I I like the outcome of it and the way it came about. Um, yeah. One thing I do want to say before we start um, about the show is. Because of the pandemic, I feel like the last half of the season was a little different than it was supposed to be. But even given that, I feel like they worked with what they had really well. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like Marvel still was able to figure it out, especially with Disney helping them. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Well, I'm that, curious to see, uh, uh, like, maybe what was shot. You know, I, I, I assume that maybe some of it was even shot, even like in the earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like just that they shot every episode in succession. Sometimes yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, we're going to shoot it differently. But I was kind of looking out for that as I was watching the show, seeing like when there were times where people were kind of socially distant or there wasn't like a lot of people in the shot, it was probably yeah. easier for mm-hmm. them to get those. But the shots where you know they're in the the uh the city hall or the shots where like there's the huge crowd that surrounds cap when right. you know when he does his thing um they probably had to either shoot those early or um they had to make adjustments yeah cgi yeah this uh, the CGI. i don't know but we'll maybe the who knows so. man it's disney they they got all kinds of magic yeah, that is very true. Um, so yeah, let's kick it off. So in the beginning of episode five, mm-hmm. we get a very epic battle between three, uh, two superhumans and one non-superhuman, I guess. But it's very With reminiscent. Suit. <laughs> yeah, it's very reminiscent to uh, the Civil War fight, which mm-hmm. I liked a lot. Just the whole scene of John Walker like running away from killing uh that kid was he a kid or that man i don't know yeah man. one of the one Can of the black smashers yeah and he just runs away and i don't know he 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 regrets it but he also doesn't he doesn't uh, he, it's all the emotions running through his veins it's the anger it's the it's the, the grief serum. yeah it's also the serum you're right yeah yeah well just as a soldier you know when you lose your partner i'm sure that that takes a toll on you because you're trained to not overreact. But once it actually happens, you start second guessing your decisions that you made leading up to it. He was kind of like saying like, no, 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 yeah, you know, that, that kind of thing. So I should have listened to Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like pretty much blaming himself, but then also trying to talk himself into trying to justify that. Like exactly the right thing. Exactly. Which leads us to this fight between Bucky, Sam, and uh, John Walker. 
Mm-hmm. The the current cap kind of he's going through this transitional phase of not being cap yeah. anymore. But pretty much Bucky and Sam are trying to get the shield back. Yeah. And I don't know, just the fight that comes from it is just super, super dope. Probably like the best thing out of the whole show, in my opinion. It was probably like the if if I'm thinking of all the fights throughout the show, it's probably the second um the second best choreographed fight um the first i want to go with the dora milaj uh with with uh john walker and and sam and them just like in that room it was just crazy oh that but, wasn't a fight that was a wash but yeah that was, the choreography that was. Fire. Yeah. you're right um but yeah you know it was really cool and and sam was trying to use his vet skills of just saying like hey man like this happens it's not your fault it's the heat of the battle like those are probably words that he said to soldiers over and over again to kind of help them with their nightmares or help them with the things that they may have regretted that they've done in in the name of the country um but he but ultimately sam knows that hey man you can't just like continue being cap after something like that so you're going to need to give up the shield and turn yourself in and whatever gets done you may not get arrested for what you're doing, but you definitely can't continue. And John Walker doesn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just crazy how all of this unfolded from just Sam giving up the shield in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like they created the USA. Well, it's it's a lot yeah. of moving pieces. To, I would say moving shields. It's a lot of moving pieces. <laughs> that too, because it, it just added on to the mess that was already coming their way with the yeah. flag smashers. You know what I mean? Smash. Like everything else was inevitable. Just the fact that John Walker decided to be John Walker or slash Captain America at the wrong time, or yeah, with the outcome of the, the right show, time. it could be yeah, I mean, it was yeah, the right I, time. Honestly, if if that never happened, they wouldn't have been able to predict the flag smashers like that would have just happened anyway. And Sam would have been super late, you know, to, to that whole thing, because even though he was trying to track him, um, without John Walker being cap to, to push Sam to find out what needs to happen before. And, an and like inexperienced person does something that they'll regret, which he ended up doing and, and not really, uh, Sam didn't fulfill that because he wasn't cap, you yeah. know, and that was kind of like the reason why he took it on. Cause it's like, damn, like I, I did all of this. And if I would have just accepted being cap in the first place, um, none of this would have really happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think from him not being cap, he realizes that there is a lot of gray area afterwards because I, I remember in an episode, he's like, you can't go to certain places because you're employed by the government, but we're free agents, Mm -hmm. so we can do whatever. But as the show goes on, you notice that the GRC and the government doesn't have as much power over Cap Mm -hmm. as he thought they did, Mm -hmm. you know, which leads him to him eventually trying to get the shield back and, Mm -hmm. you know, become Cap and be not, not even become Cap. I think at first he did get the shield because he wanted it to give it to Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what it seemed like he was doing. Cause after this whole, uh, getting the shield back and all that, um, he went to go see Isaiah. Yeah. He went to go see Isaiah and 
pretty much tried to give it to him and isaiah was like i don't want that you get know, the thing like, out of yeah. my face what yeah. am i gonna do with that you know like yeah which was a bad decision on sam's uh you know point anyway and it just goes to show that he wasn't even ready to take the shield and like even bucky like after he got the shield from john walker he kind of just like tossed it to sam almost in disappointment like yeah. where it's just like man look at like there's blood on the shield now. It's never been used like that. And yeah. it's all because you gave this thing up. But you're the guy, so here you go, you know? And yeah. um it it was it was really powerful. That was really powerful. So yeah. um I thought that that was pretty cool. And then so fast forward, uh John Walker's arm gets broken. Uh he gives up the shield. Just crazy. Sam takes it over to Isaiah. Isaiah's like, nah, I don't want it. it away and, from Sam, me. and Sam gets the truth of which is the name of the episode. The um, truth. He gets yeah, he gets the truth of why Isaiah feels the way that he feels. Um, and just him kind of breaking down the history of what happened. And I thought it was really interesting. And, and I kind of had a feeling that they were gonna go that route of tying it to real world events with like the Tuskegee experiments and yes. them, you know, injecting uh, minority soldiers with uh, tetanus, with syphilis, with all of these other things, just to kind of see how it would affect, um, af- affect them. And if we take that into a Marvel realm, it's like, Hey, we're going to inject you with this super soldier serum that we're unsure is cleared. but. Yeah. Yeah, it's unstable, but we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. Right. And um Isaiah Bradley <laughs> talks about that all of the people who got it, the twenty um African Americans who received it, he was the only one that was left because they all either went crazy or got killed. Yeah. Yeah, no, um I really I really want to see more of that. Um if Hopefully there's some type of movie or another show that digs back into that. That goes through Isaiah Bradley's experience. I feel like it it can, it can show a lot more. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think at the end of episode six in Bucky's notebook, he has the name of the red guardian in it. So it's, it's crazy how many people really he fought. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's hard. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how many people Bucky fought. Yeah, to get to where he is, you know, like his past is so lengthy. He really went through so much. He but fought that even, the Red Guardian. Damn, that's crazy. I'm sorry, yeah, that, that you even, just dropped a bomb on me right there. That was hard. Yeah, supposedly they fought like in the Gulag in Russia or something. So, Not the Gulag. I mean, <laughs> so maybe we in uh, in the upcoming Black Widow movie. The Black Widow Widow movie. So this had a lot more ties to Black Widow than we originally thought. Mm, and we're probably not going to get a lot of that until Black Widow, mm-hmm. and maybe even Loki. That's probably why they kept pushing mm-hmm. it back. You know, they're like, "We need to set this up before we can even put Black Widow, because then Black Widow's not going to make sense. Right? And this is going to show up, so it, yeah. it makes sense why they push it back. You know, they have their reasons, uh, also because of the movie theaters being shut down, and they want to mm-hmm. make their coin. Mm-hmm. So. But it's it's really interesting because the Red Guardian is a super soldier. Um, so, you know, they have that Precisely. Russian super soldier serum that they're going to do a little backstory with. I believe that Black Widow has um, a, a type of super soldier serum in her um, and the other widows. So this 
could mean that Taskmaster has it himself or herself, whoever's playing Taskmaster. And then also um, Contessa. Uh, yeah, Val. Uh, yeah, Val um, De Allegra Fontaine, um, a.k.a. Madam Hydra. She's mm-hmm. going to make an appearance in Black Widow as well. And we get her first introduction uh, in this episode after yes. John Walker has been court-martialed. Court- Marshall, sorry. Yeah, which is pretty much similar to the real world when war veterans come back and they they're like, "Hey, I did everything that you asked me of." You made like, me. And then they I like, followed okay, your rules. Go yeah. do go do mm-hmm. whatever now. Like, what do you want us yeah. to do? You know, they come back and they get nothing in return, you know? They mm-hmm. get nothing but PTSD. They get nothing but homelessness and reject from society yeah bro I, as soon as he said like you don't yeah. get you no benefits you don't get this you don't get like took everything away like yeah. i was just like yo i'm like they really play dudes like that that's the, that's the crazy part oh no, that yeah. that's like, that's it, reality that's mm-hmm. the reality and what happens is, is that they get picked up by these other organizations um to be assassins to be mercenaries because that's what they know how to do, and they aren't being taken care of in their home country. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing uh, that I wanted to touch on was uh, what's his name? Torres. Yes. Torres. Joaquin. Joaquin. Pretty much, we've seen interest in him in the technology that Sam has had since episode one. Mm-hmm. And after uh, Sam gets his wings torn off, and he's talking to Torres later, and Torres is like, "What's this?" He pretty much hands him the the, the wings, the wings, mm-hmm. which pretty much in the comics he becomes Falcon eventually. Right. So, which leads back to the Young Avengers again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of these things in, in these shows and these movies that we're starting to see is that the Young Avengers are quietly being formed. You yeah. Know? And whatever they whatever they want to call them, if they just want to call them the new Avengers or the mm-hmm. new new Avengers, because we already had the new Avengers, yeah. whatever they want to call them, there is a young class of heroes mm-hmm. coming very very soon. Sooner Avengers first class? No, it, it's it's really cool actually because um, I don't know if they'll name them the Young Avengers because it seems like that they're going to have different ages, kind of mm-hmm. you know spanning. Um, mm-hmm. But they will be a new Avengers team. It seems like that that's what. Marvel's setting up is that there's going to be brand new teams all the way around. We're getting the Thunderbolts potentially. We're getting the Dark Avengers potentially with John Walker leading them. Um, we'll get into that later. And we also have this Young Avengers team that's being created um, in the background. We're, we're getting two. That, that means that there's two heroes from just this show alone um, and two heroes from the last show with WandaVision. Um, I don't know if we're going to get something like that from Loki because uh, Loki's a villain. However, mm-hmm. um, so I think that that's kind of the cool thing that we can expect from all of these shows is we're going to get introduced to new people and we're going to have to figure out which team they're going to end up being on. Yeah. And I think that that's pretty cool. Or even what movies they're going to be cameoing in. or Right. Have yeah, a supporting role and you know stuff like that. Yeah, bro, it trips me out that episode one we get a Don Cheadle, we get a Don Cheadle just popping up like first five minutes yeah, of episode like one. Yeah, I like yeah, that he wasn't. It, it, it's just seamless, you know what I mean? Like 
it, it wasn't like broadcasted that Don Cheadle was going to be a guest star. It wasn't like this huge whole thing where, where War Machine was going to be a part of it. So we're going to start getting all these characters just, yeah, yeah, and, and they're just going to flow into it. It's not going to be a big drastic thing anymore. It's going to be, this is a universe, all right? It's commonplace for War Machine to be in the room with yeah. With the and, whole court, you and know? you would get that in comics too. You know, people would just show up and you're like, whoa, like that's what was so crazy about turning the page and seeing somebody that's there, you know, and they're like, we want to do the same thing with these shows. Like, I don't know when Bucky's going to pop up next, but I feel like maybe Black Panther 2, he might show up, you know, or or, or in Black Widow, he might show up like there. It can it can all happen. So it's uh. I just think it's really, really cool what Marvel's doing right now and how they're setting it up. Um, yeah. Definitely making us love these characters more. Like, absolutely. Without, without this show, it would have been like it wouldn't have been weird. But I just love that they fleshed out Sam getting to be Captain America instead of him mm-hmm. getting the shield and then it's like mm-hmm. I'm Cap. No, nothing yeah. else matters. You know. Yeah. Like, there was it's a road to getting there. You know. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, uh, what's the name? The, the original cap. I'm totally drawing a blank. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers didn't know how difficult it was to get the shield passed down. You know, he thought it was easy as here's the shield, you're the next cap. Mm-hmm. Um, especially not knowing, giving like Bucky said, he didn't know giving the shield to a black man was gonna be this hard. You know, yeah, right. Because Bucky comes from a different time. Mm-hmm. He comes from a different time, and and I like that. Yeah, Sam had to work to earn that shield. You know, I love the training montage that they, that they yeah. threw in the in this yeah. episode. Like, you can't just throw the shield and it'd be cool. Like, yeah, yeah, you can toss it and maybe get it back, but like when you're actually trying to hurl it at somebody and and use it yeah. to its full speed, and, it was kind of showing like, hey, that's not easy. Like when that thing ricochets back. And you don't know how to catch it, like you'll take your head off. Yeah, and that's you gotta that's where I give John Walker credit because he was really good at using the shield. You know, like everybody's like, "Oh, like, that's not my cat," but he was really impressive compared to seeing this training montage and and Sam is struggling. And I mean, like I think we were talking earlier, Narika, uh Sam still needs a lot of work in yes, in he, need, he needs more fight. Yes, he needs more fighting training for sure. And um, I don't know who's he, who he's really going to get it from. I'm pretty sure that when he was an Avenger, in my thought process, the people who were training him was probably Cap and Black Widow. Um, as far as fighting was concerned, they, they probably trained all of the Avengers yeah. in some sort of hand-to-hand combat. But without them, um, he, needs, he needs some martial arts training bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Most definitely, just military or navy training is not going to be enough. Why That's need enough. arms when you have wings, wings, wings. and guns and goggles that tell you where everything's going to be? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he doesn't need superpowers, but he does need to like just the hand to hand combat. Like I, I saw yeah. a lot of times in the show where he was on his back while everybody else was still fighting. You right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That training montage just showed him working on his cardio. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was great, you know, and it kind of it was reminiscent of uh Steve Rogers always getting back up. You know, that mm-hmm. that was the thing and yeah. Sam, you know, later talks about that that's his superpower is just never giving up, you know, continuing to move forward and that's all that Steve was looking for in somebody was someone who wasn't going to give up when the chips were down. Um 
and push forward. And we got to see that in the training montage. And I, I just thought that that made total sense. It, it made his evolution into Cap more believable. Um, and I think was was really cool for the character. Um, and then we have Bucky. You know, yeah. Bucky uh, having to still come to terms with him being the Winter Soldier, him trying to figure out who he is. And right his wrongs, trying to yeah. figure out what to do then. And then this is where we get another glimpse of Sam and Bucky when they're playing catch with the shield. Sam really has like that heart-to-heart, tough love talk with, with Bucky and saying like, bro, yeah, you know, like the truth, right? Um, you have to make a name for yourself. You can't rely on other people to tell you who you are. And that's a lesson for everybody. You know, everybody who's who's on this planet, like you cannot let the validation of others be the be the thing that tells you who you are. You have to own it. And I think that's part of the reason why it's like, yo, I'm running away from the Winter Soldier. But it's like, nah, bro, you are the Winter Soldier. But just make it mean something else than what yeah. everybody else thinks that it is. And, uh, you know, I wish that we got like a similar montage of. Bucky kind of like making amends with like other mm-hmm. people more than the person that they showed, um, you know, in the beginning of the show. Yeah. yeah. It would have yeah. been pretty cool to see that. Yeah. I want to know, cause he did cross off the red guardians name. Like, did he go to him then? Or mm-hmm. like, what, what was the whole, yeah. Did know, he like, a- just like get him on the phone? Is he still alive? Like, did he just cross him off because he's gone? Like, we don't That's know because we haven't seen Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's going to be a lot of implications and a lot of things we we didn't know before for Black Widow. Um, another thing that uh, was shown in episode five was Zemo going to the raft. Yes. And Wakandan's taking him, which I think in the previous quick dive, Narik said that he was gone with the wind, which I thought he was too. Like, what's mm-hmm. the point of being captured? But I think Zemo himself knew that. You know, I have nowhere to run. Like, they're going to be hunting me down and I'm going to have to be looking over my shoulder the whole time. So he went to the one place where he can, you know, embrace just being there and and remember what why he's in that position in the first place. And that's when Bucky and the Wakandans and the Dora Milaje pull up and be like, look, man, you're going to the raft. But mm-hmm. what, what was trippy was I really thought uh, Bucky was going to shoot Zemo. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just remember in the trailer, the bullets falling. And I didn't know what that meant. Like, I didn't know if it was, like, somebody emptying a clip, like, like not emptying the clip into Zemo, but, like, you know, emptying out the gun when they had it pointed to him. Uh, so when I saw that scene kind of unfold, I was like, oh, okay, this is the scene from the trailer that we're going to mm-hmm. see. So um, I when I recognized that, I, I didn't I didn't think of, that he was going to kill him. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. I wish they hadn't shown that then, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they needed more promo because, you know, the show got delayed. And they're like, well, we need to roll something out to get people interested. So yeah, it makes sense. Um, but it's so crazy to see the Dora Milaje take him to the raft instead of mm-hmm. taking him back to Wakanda. Yeah, I feel like that the Wakandans didn't want to deal with him. I feel like the Wakandans are still 
kind of recovering. You know, we we don't know the state of Wakanda That's since true. the blip, you know, or, or what's going on. But I could imagine that they're just like, we don't want this headache. Like, go drop him off at the raft. We don't want him here. Like, they don't that want anybody true. who's not supposed to be there there. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's either we're going to kill him or we take him to a place that he'll be under wraps. Yeah, because imagine Zemo and Wakanda, and then he escapes and gets all that. Technology. It's over, bro. It's too much. Yeah. It's too. He's he's too <laughs> smart to have yeah. that that kind of access. So they were like, "You're not staying in Wakanda," because even if we if we think about that it, Zemo been more of a luxury. I yeah, think. I mean, Zemo never went to Wakanda in the first place. You know what I mean? And like, he doesn't technically know where Wakanda is or what that in involves. In the best, like the most. Um, or I would say like the closest that he's been to Wakanda is getting into that ship, you know, like when they were right. walking him back, like he was in a Wakandan ship. So I'm <laughs> sure his mind was like, Oh, this is crazy. Oh, this <laughs> should fly. I want this. <laughs> I need one of these. Like I'm, I'm supposed to be rich and I ain't got one of these. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really uh, want to see what comes of the whole Zemo thing on the raft. Obviously, we know we've been talking about a lot of the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers with Thunderbolt Ross um, mm-hmm. being the, the pretty much the guy who's at the raft in control. So yeah. I, we'll see what that comes of and if it pops up again in Armor Wars. Another yeah. thing that I wanted to talk about is the new suit that mm. Sam gets. Well, oh, the one that makes you upset. there. Before we oh. get there, because um, he just got the briefcase in this episode, so we didn't know what was in there. But we kind of figured it was a new suit. Jordan, because, I thought they were yeah. Jordan. I, <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was new, new wings, but specifically the Buzz Lightyear ones because of Disney. Oh, yeah. oh, geez, oh, uh, fly. <laughs> but uh, Bucky, Bucky had the Wakandans make it for him, um, and at the end of this episode, we get. Uh, a conversation between Sharon and Batrock. Oh, and yes. that was a little telling because we've been curious of Sharon's what position throughout this whole, this whole you know, series. And even, she was super sus. Like since the blip, what has she been up to type of thing? We, yeah, we don't really know. And like, even when we see her in Madripoor and the fact that she's living lavish in Madripoor means that criminal act, like she was doing criminal things. So, um, the flag smashers still have to worry about the quote unquote power broker. And we're getting closer and closer into finding out who that is. Um, at this point, we didn't know if Sharon was working for the power broker or um, we kind of assumed that was almost like the confirmation when she was on the phone with Batrock. It was like, okay, she's definitely working for the power broker if she's not the power broker herself. And right. um, they end up meeting yeah. in New York and that kind of sets the stage for this finale because we we've never been to New York throughout the series. Um, mm. So it was kind of cool to see that it was in the same park as the battle that happened in Infinity War with Spider-Man right. and Iron Man and, and uh, Doctor Strange, Hulk. Doctor Strange and, and Cole Obsidian. Uh, so that was really, really dope. And that kind of ended the ended the show. Um, yeah. But we also had we also got our first. Uh, end credit scene in this episode of the, show, yes. of the show, which is uh, John Walker making his own shield. Um, After knowing that it's a gray area to have a shield or for the government yes. to claim the shield. 
Yes, just like how Val said. And um, that was just pretty crazy because the implications of Val being involved now, um, she is a double-double agent, um, not only a double agent for S.H.I.E.L.D., a double agent for HYDRA, and works for an organization called Leviathan, um, which is an offshoot of HYDRA itself. So it's just um, everything's getting tangled, you know, and then that brings us to our finale. Yeah, the finale pretty much kicks off right where it takes off with Sam mm-hmm. looking at his suit. And I thought there was going to be like some shine coming off of it. There's no shine. Yeah. <laughs> they could have at least put like some LEDs in there. Yeah, like the gold light or something like yeah. that. Oh, like sure, it was like, I worked on this enough. I yeah. This enough. I don't need to add no lights to this. Yeah. I definitely yeah. thought that the suit was going to be, it was going to have the hard light. I don't know, like the hard light wings. If you guys see mm-hmm. him in the in the cartoon, his wings are made out of hard light that he can shoot out and like yeah, use you. them as projectiles. So I thought that that was going to be a part of it. I don't know if they're just saving that for like it could. I mean, I don't think on, this is but, going to be his only suit. We've seen in other Captain America movies, like Steve, have different suits multiple times. Yeah. Um. So I think this is just going to be a version of it. And then we'll probably get an upgraded version, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but most likely, we'll we'll see him with this suit for them. I mean, who's going to upgrade it? The Wakandans, I think. Yeah, I, I think mean, he's or... never even been there. <laughs> yeah, yes. He, uh... nah, no, he no, was, no, he wasn't there. Yeah, he was. Well, there. he was there at the final battle when everybody went to Wakanda yeah. to go fight. But I think. I think who who can build him another suit is maybe somebody like Reed Richards, you know, if they ever mm-hmm. decide to. Because right now, that's what the MCU is missing. Like, who's going to create all these suits? Who's going to create all these weapons for when they come together in battle? You know, right now, everybody yeah. kind of has makeshift stuff. Like uh, Wanda right now, I don't know how the hell she got her suit. Just kind of appeared. Yeah, but, she just made it herself. <laughs> yeah, she just made it herself. And... Now and then we got the Wakandans pumping out some gear, I guess, yeah. but not willy nilly. Obviously, they were like, Bucky was like, "Hey, I have a favor to ask for you," mm-hmm. and they were like, "All right, since you're the White Wolf, and since you helped us get Zemo back, yeah, nobody's just getting Wakanda. Yeah, they're not just getting yeah. Wakandan suits like that. Like they are missing somebody who's down to earth. I mean, they have Peter. They kind of showed that like Peter can make his own suit using the blueprints of of Tony Stark." And Peter's a genius also. He just like needs to grow into it a little bit yeah. more. They but they do too much. not too much. Like yeah. I mean, they tried to with that, with him making his own suit, but they haven't really touched on it too much. So I'm really, really interested to see if they're going to use magic to create everything or if there's going to be somebody who has a tech kind of savvy that's going to start helping, yeah. um, you know, create everybody's weaponry. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's really dope that he even got his suit from the Wakandans. That's hard. Yeah, like I, I think I mean it's just perfect. You know, vibranium is unbreakable metal. <laughs> so is the vibrate is the whole suit vibranium or just the wings? I was having this argument earlier in that MCU uh, fan page. I, I'm in. It's just the wings and the shield, obviously. Uh, I feel like that all of their armor is somehow lined with vibranium in a way it's not like the whole thing is just like vibranium pieces but i'm sure that they've mastered liquefying vibranium 
making it into different materials and like so it's probably strengthened and reinforced like right. i doubt that his suit can be pierced by like uh, a sword or by a knife or anything like that like i'm sure right. that that can be scared like that. to get shot from carly <laughs> maybe he I doesn't mean, even know yeah he probably doesn't know, know that he, he just got the like suit. it's yeah. not like that the suit came with instructions like he's gonna just be learning things as as it goes on not only that, but his his whole like majority of his face is exposed. Sort of that too. He can get he can catch yeah. one to the to the look dome the back, for sure. The back of his he head catch one, he can catch on. one. He can All catch one. Here. Well, bro, it's not his fault. He has a big head. He has his ears <laughs> yeah. exposed. He had his whole jawline exposed. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he doesn't know if there's a button to press that can conceal all of that. Yeah, he's still gonna have to learn a lot about the suit and mm-hmm. how to use it in different ways. I do like that Red Wing is back. Yeah, Yeah. multiple red wings. You got red wing. You got thing one and thing two with red wing. Unbreakable this time. So they're yeah, it's hard. They're not going. It's hard. Yeah, Um, I I love that. This definitely is one of the best suit reveals in the entire MCU. Probably next to like the Iron Man reveal, like when you first saw Iron Man put on the suit, and it was like, whoa, like this is super dope. It kind of reminded me of that too. You know, because Steve didn't really get that. Thor's was just, you know, knight kind of armor. And everybody else you just kind of saw um, already, you know, kind of in their stuff. Black Panther didn't have like a crazy reveal either. Um, So I was really, really excited when he came flying through. I was like, okay, it's game time. And it's probably one of the most comic book accurate suits that we've ever seen. Right. Yeah, like not just in Marvel, just all take, the way. It also yeah. takes small little um, pieces from previous Cap suits as well. But overall, the the color and everything is is on point with the comic book. Um, and pretty much like you're saying, he's when he's flying in, he's going to pretty much go see what's going on at GRC and what mm-hmm. what Carly is trying to be up to. You know, like at this point, we get the uh, little. What is it? I, I guess like a little invasion inside the GRC. While yeah, they're yeah. To hold they, they like take them hostage. They take the and Senate hostage, trying to force them to negotiate. Yeah, they pretty much, and obviously it it fails. But along the way, um, we get a recruitment in the show, which mm-hmm. I did not see coming. I did not think Sharon was going to show up because after sending Batrock, I thought that was her inside but even batrop right. didn't even know who uh sharon was you know he's just answering these calls and like all right as long as you pay me i will be there type mm-hmm. Thing, mm-hmm. you know and yeah. i think sharon was there to make sure you know whatever happens like it goes down the way i wanted to you know mm-hmm. which i still don't even think it went down the way she, she wanted it to mm-hmm. um given you know nobody got held hostage in the grc vote still went through yeah uh yeah i feel like that sharon's ultimate plan would have been her to stay anonymous but i think that she saw like with the pardon it the it kind of like unfolded a little bit better where she was like this could be a plan b but i don't want it to happen um without like me really controlling it it definitely can't happen while Carly is still alive because she knows who I am. Yeah. So I think Sharon just ultimately wanted to make sure that Carly would die so that her identity was protected. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I I mean, I think she did want her back on her side, but obviously Carly was not with it. You know, mm-hmm. she didn't even know Sharon was a power broker. Um, Batrock didn't either. Batrock found out, tried to blackmail her, and he got popped. Well, we lost the villain. Boys. We did, man. We always we always lose him, but I give it up for Marvel because he he made the journey. You know, he went the distance of like. A solid I mean, B he, villain. He's like a that, C villain, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like him. Uh, I wish that they did uh, Crossbones better. You know, like that he lasted longer. They, they need to start like having their villain, bro. <laughs> it's so sad the way he went out. They they need to yeah. start having a lot of these C and D villains last longer than just one movie or one show. So the fact that Batroc was like from Winter Soldier all the way to now. Um, he basically was like 10 years in the MCU terms. You know what I mean? And that that's dope. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can still see him if we get any uh, supposedly. I, I still don't even know when Black Widow is supposed to take place. I've been hearing it's taking place in the 90s, it's taking place after Infinity War, it's taking place alternate universe. I've heard so after, many different after things. After Civil War. Civil War. There's so many different things I've heard. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we can still get him because he's alive then. So, yeah, I mean, and and I wouldn't be surprised if it covered all those different eras, you know, at different times, because the Black Widow program is is, you know, expansive. It It didn't just happen like, yeah, for like one year it goes back. So I think what Disney is going to start doing, what Marvel is going to start doing is the movies won't necessarily be set completely. And at one time, because you have Loki, that's going to be jumping time. You have Black Widow that may be jumping time as far as what we see. And even with Shang-Chi, how, you know, that the Mandarin and the Ten Rings and everything like that, like that's a lot of time. And then you have the Eternals, which is like thousands of years before. So it's going to be hard to kind of place everything that happens like where, oh, yeah, well, this movie entirely just takes place during this time, you know. So we're going to have to do a little bit more weaving um, as we go through. But. Uh, again man sam coming in flying in looking dope gets his ass beat by batrog again mm-hmm. and that just he, makes me so mad he can push a helicopter off of him but he is getting no the helicopter pushes itself off of him <laughs> why did the why did the punches come off of him i know the punches should have should have came well because the, the punches were hitting his jaw that's why <laughs> He was catching them. It's all exposed. Yeah. We've been over this. Man, it's crazy. But I I did like the helicopter scene. I like that, you know, we got basically uh, uh, the same intro that we had into this show. Um, We got it as Cap, but now he's like way sicker with it, has more options. Um, I love the fact that he was able to hack into Homegirl's phone. Um, That's a luck of the draw that she had you know, flight training. I feel like in real life, like that, <laughs> like what happens if he, he looks and none of them do. And he's just like, damn, like, all right, now I got to figure out a plan B. Yeah, He would have had to hack the helicopter or something. Yeah, know. for sure. For sure. But he, he does the rescue and the flag smashers. Um, they get the people that they need to get in, in the car and they start um, evacuating them. And, Sam is kind of busy with the helicopter. So Bucky has to go and find them with Sharon. Um, Sharon eliminates hers by using some crazy mercury, uh, yeah, mercury well, gas that, or whatever. That reminds me, um, I think it was episode three 
when they were going to Madripoor. Is that yeah. episode three? Yeah. Um, Sam says it smells like acid. Mm. And, and Zemo's like, well, that's Madripoor. But I think that's mercury he was mm-hmm. smelling, not acid. Mm-hmm. So um, it obviously comes from Madripoor. So that's that's just one thing that I caught when she was like, oh, it's just mercury gas. It's like... So yeah, she said it like it was nothing. Yeah, she said right. it like it was nothing. But you know, I was really upset with with Bucky's display here. I just felt like, bro, like you're still a super soldier. Like, get it together. Like, yeah, you don't have to like murder anybody, but at least incapacitate them to the point where they won't get back up. But he was getting I mean, beat up he, a little bit. Yeah, it kind of they kind of contradicted him because in Civil War he fought even stronger super soldiers. Yeah. Know? And when when they were inside that um, bomb fa- uh, bomb shelter or whatever, like those super soldiers were way stronger than the. Well, ones he didn't nowadays. fight them. They uh, they got he, shot and killed. He did. He did fight like one or two of them, I think, when he was defending the general or something like that. Or was he just walking out and they didn't? Even I, no, I think he was just walking out. I think. Okay. It was, yeah, I think it was just walking out. I gotta go rewatch yeah. that. So yeah, it's but, good stuff. Well, one of the things that I liked about this last episode was the redemption of John Walker. You know, like mm. ultimately he wants to do the right thing. And throughout the show, we're led to hate him because he's wearing our beloved Captain America suit. And, yes. and to us, he's not Captain America, but ultimately it's not his fault. You know, he's following orders like he said he was. He was following the mandate that he was given. So, you know, at the end, him showing up and still trying to prove that, all right, I'm doing this for all the right reasons. Like, I'm not here to stop Falcon. I'm not here to stop Bucky. I'm here to fight you, Morgenthau. I'm here to finish mm-hmm. what we started and what you did to my friend, technically, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, yeah. So I, I do love the the redemption of him and how he was actually fighting with Bucky or Bucky pretty much saved him from being killed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Cause they know like, you're not the enemy. You're here by my side, trying to help me. Like I'm going to help you too. You know, like we, right. we got to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. In the heat of battle, you know, it's like, this is yeah. the heat of battle right now. We may not have the same motives, but we got to make sure that, that this works out. So we get a little redemption for John Walker. Um, we get uh, some, some awesome cap, display of him you know either saving uh the pilots or um saving the the actual truck and bucky also saves somebody and he gets thanked for it which is probably the first time that bucky has ever gotten gotten thanked for saving somebody since he was like in the war um back with steve so uh that was that was pretty cool um to just see that and then we get down to Basically, the the climactic uh, reveal that Sharon is the power broker, um, and she shoots Batroc, and Carly shoots her, um, but this isn't seen by Falcon or Cap at this point, um, and Cap ends up uh, fighting Carly, but not wanting to actually attack her um, until he gets disarmed, beat up, and about to get killed. And Sharon shoots Carly, and Carly could have easily said she's the power broker before right. she died. That but, but that's too much. Dude, but dude, because yeah. 
because to Sam, he doesn't really know who the power broker is. You know, he heard the name once, but to him, it's nothing, you know? Like, yeah. what is he going to well, do she with She could at least say, like, like, watch out for her or something like she that. She could have been like, like, he's not, she's not who you. She's not who she says she is. Maybe not. She's yeah. the power broker. I, that's too, <laughs> too much. It's too corny <laughs> to me. Like, Man. <laughs> but I, I, I was but just really her, mad. Bro, she's like, yeah, this bitch you know. <laughs> I was like, come on now. That's the opportunity to do it. Like, what are we talking about here? So my only problem with these last two episodes is I feel like everybody's character arc was just thrown at us, whether it be from Zemo's to Sam's to especially, especially John Walker's. Um, Not only that, but like, I thought he was fleshed out the most. uh, I think it's more like, I mean, end end of episode five, we get him making that shield and then the shit was gone in like 30 seconds. Oh yeah, because it was yeah. trash. It's it's a trash shield, man. Him. Like no, that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> that really was made of a trash can lid. But like his redemption yeah. happened. With he's lucky faster, it though, even but, had like yeah. he's lucky it was actually a perfect circle, bro. Like Honestly. that mug would have been like an oval if he That's really really made it. In my opinion, like people are bashing him, but hey, I want. That's what a super serum was for. Is like I can make precise <laughs> circles. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, you're supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to have perfect balance. You're supposed to have all these types of things, but yeah. that's what Steve had. So, so, so then Steve after... had good welding skills too. <laughs> well, Maybe. technically, Steve Steve should have never been able to trip in his life. Like he he should have just been able to yeah. like he has perfect ability in his Unless body. So perfect you. balance. That's yeah. crazy. That that means my ex. God. That means my ex needs a super serum because she stays tripping. Oh, okay. Wow. No, it's okay. Me, it's I need one for episode. That. No, no, you episode. tried with that. I need okay. one per episode. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not new to this. So, you <laughs> So after after we get the death of Carly Morgenthau, we get mm-hmm. to pretty much get the in, dialogue in the middle of the monologue. We get dialogue from from Sam pretty much talking to GRC and they're like, thank you for saving us from the terrorists. And he's like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? You really calling them terrorists still? Like, look mm-hmm. at you. Look at what you guys are doing to these other countries. You guys are holding them at gunpoint, telling them to leave their home. And yeah, it's wrong to tell the people that were there before that you can't stay here. But it's also wrong to tell the people that live there before the blip that you can stay here. Mm-hmm. You know, like either way you're doing wrong. But it's really up to you to flesh it out and figure it out instead of just calling these people terrorists. Because really, they're not terrorists. They were just living. That's all yeah. they are. Hey man, am, am I the only one who thought Thanos was right throughout this series? <laughs> because with the shit the GRC was doing and just how well, like... He was, it, he was only right after the blip. Because before the blip, you know, there was problems, but nobody thought, let's wipe the whole half the planet away and yeah. fix well, it. Well, if know? Thanos was back during this timeline, I would be okay with it. And he gets he gets a little nod, you know, within Sam's speech of, of saying either you're an insane god or you're, you know, a, a teenager who just wants to be in this world. And right. um, the, the speech was probably the most potent piece of dialogue that we've seen from the MCU. Um, as it pertains to our world right now um, and just talking to the people who are in power, you know, and that's what a Captain America would do if he was in this world. You know, that was what they, what Marvel had to kind of figure out because Steve Rogers is America, what it should have been, you know, and that's why in Winter Soldier, he was like, this Mm -hmm. isn't 
like safety. This is fear. Like this isn't what we what we try to do. Um, so how do you translate that yeah. into this world with it being super crazy? And Sam had a very very potent um, dialogue. How you black Captain America? That's what I was going to say too. You know, to the nation Speak. for the first time yeah. as a black Captain America. Exactly. You know, you know black Captain America. It was great. He's Captain America. You know, pretty much mm-hmm. because yeah, that's you know on the part it's like, hey, it's black. Like Falcon, and it's like, nah, man, that's Captain America. That's Captain America. Yeah, yeah. and and that's just yeah. a huge mantle to hold. And he understands that he can't ignore his roots and just act like this is all right. But he has to. He has a good sense of of what justice is like, and understanding like, hey, this isn't going to be easy. Just because you have the power, we can't take the easy way out. We have to really. Um, yeah work on this and really, really, uh, uh, do this together. And it was just really, really potent, man. I appreciated it a lot. Um, you know, shouts out to Marvel for including that kind of dialogue and it just made, made a lot of sense. Um, and was really, really dope. I think it was a good way to cap off the show. Pun intended. Cap off the show. I'm you sincere. I'm sorry. Caps off. Caps off to the show. (laughs) I I do like that. They finally introed the U S agent. And it wasn't yes. like some corny line, like, hmm, you're going to be the U.S. agent. It was kind of like smooth. It was like, mm-hmm. the world in need of Captain America. We need a U.S. US agent. agent. You know? And yeah. I was like, hey. Yeah, it was pretty fly. I love the suit, the comic book accurate suit. We see John Walker fully that transition into the, the U.S. agent. Yes, to a T. Um, and that was great. You know, just him, uh, the way that they recolored it. Uh, and... He had the pistol on on the side, so it was like, okay, he's like, he's fully equipped, ready to go. And I thought that that was really, really, really dope. Um, so you know, we'll see. Is this going to lead to the Dark Avengers or her own Avengers team that that you know he'll lead? We'll see who he may be. I think John Walker is going to appear in a lot of different movies or shows where he'll be recruiting people. Um, I don't think it'll just be Val that's going around recruiting people, but I think that she's going to like have John Walker do that so that he could be the, the cap that he thinks that he is on the inside. At least Um, not over here. Just like stressed, like I am captain America. Now he could be like, I am US agent. Yeah. You know, and just like, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully he doesn't say that, but (laughs) yeah, you know, he he can kind of take that on. And then the last part that we get is we get Sharon's pardon and, Right after she gets a full pardon and Agent Carter is added back, she gets on the phone and says, we're in, basically. We got access to secrets. We got access to prototypes. So who knows who she was talking to? Peggy is trading in her grave, dog. Yeah. It's it's a whole other ballgame now with where that's going to lead from a ground level, which which I thought was cool because I was wondering how it was going to evolve from a ground level because they're getting into a lot of cosmic things with, um, with just the MCU in general with phase four. Um, it's a lot of stuff with sword and you have the magic stuff with Dr. Strange. So it's kind of like, okay, how are they going to keep things grounded and who's going to be the enemy for that? So I think that they're kind of paving a way for, for us to see that. So I thought yeah. that, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I think um, these shows coming up are going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Overall, like, uh, Wars I, is going to make yeah. sense, oh. and 
and secret invasion is going to make sense and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like the shows are going to keep getting better. Um, I prefer this show more than WandaVision. Um, I know we we're like stuck on it, but I think I was more into WandaVision because of the lore rather than the show itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as to where this show is more just like I'm watching a movie in six parts. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool to see. I think with WandaVision, we saw a corner of the Marvel Universe that we haven't seen. Um, so being able to see that was really, really dope. And with this, like how you said, sincere, it's like this entire, like this six hour, um, movie that we're kind of seeing. Um, but let's, let's do real quick, uh, predictions of kind of what, what we think we're going to see sincere. What do you think is going to kind of come of this? Um, I think as soon as we hit, like Black Widow, assuming this ties in, which we kind of were just elaborating on. Um, I think we're just going to take it to space from there because mm-hmm. we'll be seeing the trailers and whatnot for James Gunn talking about um, uh, what is it, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas, yeah. the, the Christmas special, and we have uh, Captain which Marvel. We don't know if that's about. Going, we don't know if that's going to be a part of like any story. That might just be like we a don't, side. but ju- but yeah. just the whole overall, we're taking it to space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to set up what's going to happen. Right. And then we're going to take mm-hmm. it to space. So when we get back from space, boom, we're on the ground. This is the shit that's going on from armor wars to, oh, the power broker's taking over or the power broker's working with Madam Hydra or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of go anywhere. Thing. Yeah. No, I, I, I think so too. I think that there's room to see more scrolls um, in, in what's I keep going forgetting on. Scrolls my exist, theory. Bro. They exist, me. bro. Um, I'm, I think that Sharon may be a scroll herself and i think that this is going to open up to to secret invasion so i'm excited to kind of see where that goes um but yeah man next up we have loki um you know we we are going to for sure be covering that we might have a couple quick dives on on a different show um or a different movie uh, before loki actually starts but um if you guys haven't checked out the falcon and the winter soldiers yet uh we highly advise that you do um, it is a great show. Um, my personal, uh, I give it a nine as far as uh, shows are concerned for for Marvel. Mm, Sincere? Nine? Eight point f- eight. Not eight. I'm cool with eight. Okay. It's cool. Not only that, but like we have to see Bucky flirt with Sarah. So I was like, yeah. Do you think? Okay. Do you Skywalker think? Mike, do you, do you give it a rating? I give it an eight. Okay, so Skywalker Mike gives it an eight. All right, y'all. Well, um, this has been Quick Dive number 10 uh, with your boys, the Soundflick boys. Uh, make sure and support us on patreon.com backslash Soundflick. Also, if you would like to start your own podcast, definitely reach out to productiveculture.com backslash podcast um, and tell them that the Soundflick boys sent you. Until next time, peace out, y'all.